We've reached the final out. It's time for the BYU Baseball Post Game Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU 13, Pepperdine 7 in our first of three this weekend. Let's start our postgame coverage by getting you our Big O Tires on the rubber report. Looking at both teams' pitching numbers, it's brought to you by Big O Tires, the team you trust. We'll start with the visitors. Shane Telfer takes the loss. He goes six and a third, gave up seven hits, seven runs, only two of them earned. Struck out nine and walked two. One balk, no wild pitches, no hit batsman. He went 125 pitches tonight. Nathan Diamond in relief goes one and two-thirds, gives up four hits, six runs, all of them earned, struck out three and walked four. He threw 51 pitches on the night. BYU gets Mason Olsen the win. Five and three goes Mason. He goes seven innings, gives up seven hits, five runs, four of them earned, eight strikeouts, and a walk for Mace. Cutter Clausen pitches an inning, and Mostyn may be as close as things out, so BYU pitchers on the night go nine. Give up nine hits, seven runs, six of them earned. Struck out 12, walking two. Two wild pitches, three hit batsmen, 144 pitches thrown by BYU. Final stats are presented by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen helping Utah families for over 30 years. BYU 13 runs on 11 hits, one error, and five left on base. Pepperdine, seven runs on nine hits, two errors, and five left on. Shane Telfer takes the loss, and Mason Olson gets the win. We are joined in the broadcast booth by Austin Deming. Austin part of BYU's 13-7 win over the Waves tonight, and that was a wild one in a lot of ways. Austin, congrats to you and the boys. You got started the right way. Yep, needed to win, need to win all three, so it was a good start for us. Uh, home run number 16 for you <laughs> was an unusual one. Yep. You describe it. Um, well, I was I was pretty much just happy with putting it in play. I was down 0-2 quick on that guy they brought. I was, I was the first guy he faced, and then I knew I had a single, so I was like, all right, like good quality at bat. And then like as I'm hitting first, Noah, our first base coach, was like, he, he missed it, he missed it. So then I just started booking it, and it was, it was a circus, that's for sure. <laughs> so... As I'm calling the play, I'm seeing Bradshaw running in, kind of shielding his eyes, mm-hmm. and he's not even on line with the ball. Mm-hmm. It cleared he didn't see it. Yeah, yeah. I, it was, I didn't hit it great. It was just like a little, like, kind of a bloop single. So I just was, like, running it out. And then, like like I said, like, kind of right around first base, I saw him turn around and just start running. Yeah. So I just I just started running as hard as I could. Okay, the decision to stand up or slide? Um. Well, that was on me, but I didn't think. As I was running up, it didn't look like there was going to be a play. The the catcher was probably deking me out a little bit, but like right as I took that last stride on home plate, I saw him start moving, so I kind of like turned a little bit. But I didn't think there was going to be one. If the, if I knew there was, I would have slid, but it it worked out. So. Clearly, clearly beat it. They went to review, but yeah. uh, you beat the tag. And uh, either way, it's a kind of an, an unconventional home run, <laughs> a big insurance run at the time, and then you get more insurance yep. runs. Cole Gamble yep. puts it out of reach in the eighth. Yeah, big time. It's it's always good to have a few insurance runs, no matter what's going on. So that was a that was a big swing by Cole. All right, so you took care of business. I'm showing you a score right now from Santa Clara. Yeah. What, yep. what do you see there? Looks good so far. <laughs> Looks good so far. Got to keep it going. Just got you, all you can do is what you can do, right? Yep. You, you control one thing and we, one thing only, but you're doing your part. We got to win our our next two, and then kind of just see what happens with that other series. Well, it's uh, in a way you're already playing postseason baseball, right? I mean, yeah. with, with the intensity that's needed to get game to game, right? Yeah. Yep. That's. Describes it perfectly. We just got to come out and win. win we got to win. That's, there's no other option for us at this point. Well, great start for you and the boys and a great crowd on hand tonight, yep, too, on a beautiful night for baseball. It's always, it's always fun to have a lot of people come out and watch, and the warm weather helps. So, Well, let's, uh, let's hope we take it to Friday yep. and then take it to Saturday and see what happens. Yep, let's hope so. Let's keep it going. Austin, thank you so much.
Austin Deming with us. We'll talk with Trent Pratt in 60 seconds on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You love going to the dentist, right? This is the BYU Baseball Post Game Show. Now, back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU 13, Pepperdine 7, our final score. Cougs scores 7 across the 7th and 8th innings to put this one out of reach and take game 1 of 3. 13-7 is our final. BYU head coach Trent Pratt joining me here in the broadcast booth after game 1 of 3. Trent, congratulations to you and the boys. Big series opener tonight. Yeah, it was good. You know, kind of a tell-two games. We score 6 and then don't score for a while and then, you know, get a couple big hits at the end, uh, you know, to kind of make it feel, feel a little more comfortable in the dugout. Every time that Pepperdine got close, you ended up, putting up insurance runs uh, at, at, at the time and uh, ended up putting it out of reach late. But uh, every time they responded, you punch right back. Yeah, it's good. Our guys have been doing that a lot this year. Like, we're going to keep playing, and it was a good response. You know, both those times, you know, they get within one, and we go up three. You know, they hit the two home run, and then we come back and score some you know, some more in the in the bottom of the eighth. So now we've got to, you know, come back and, you know, forget this one and go come do it tomorrow. Be ready to play tomorrow. Both starting pitchers hit the century mark. Mason threw 106, and Telfer, after struggling in the first inning, kind of settled in and started to deal a bit. He threw 125 tonight. Yeah, he kind of pitched differently than when he usually had. He started throwing a lot more breaking balls. Yeah. Because um, the scary part is like, he throws a lot of fastballs. Right. And we kind of jumped his curve a lot yeah, tonight. And he started, he's, he started being able to throw for a strike, and yeah. it, it got good. He got comfortable, and we didn't, you know, we didn't make good adjustments out through those middle innings. But give credit to him to make an adjustment and, you know, and do something different. Rare that you see a baseball game with nothing but southpaws, but uh, Pepperdine had yeah. two lefties and you threw three lefties. Yeah, it's, you know, just those are guys kind of in the best for those situations. So that's what we're going to roll with. And, you know, and Cutter came in and, you know, it wasn't great, but he was out of the lead. And then, you know, Posse came in, has been really good his last four or five outings. So it was awesome to see. Not a save opportunity for Boss, but a closeout certainly. And he faces four batters and gets it done for you as you take this one 13 to 7. So all you can do is what you can do, but you did your part tonight. And then we look at the scoreboard here and we see that uh, in the bottom of the eighth, Gonzaga's uh, doing what you'd like them to do this weekend so far. They're leading 4 1. Yeah, I hope they can keep doing it. Um, we're going to keep trying to do our part, and that's all we can really do. Um, so we'll strap it on tomorrow and see what happens. Regardless of why you're in this spot, you're in the spot. And now, you, I mean, it's pretty plain. But all you can do is take it day by day and, and hope for six results. And if you get two tonight, we'll do it again tomorrow. That's right. It is what it is. Like, yeah, we're in the spot because, you know, of our record and all that's behind us. But all the control is right now is come and try to get a win tomorrow. Cole Gamble puts it out of reach in the eighth. And that was a moonshot to right. Beautiful. Yeah, it was. He, he said, I'm going to go sit on a slider. The guy spent a bunch of sliders. He took a couple of fastballs early and he, he just, he had a plan, and he stuck to it. We talk about that a lot. It's like, hey, sometimes the wrong plan is better than no plan at all. <laughs> and he had a plan, and he got that slider that he was looking for in the, early in the, in the at-bat, and he didn't miss it. A four-home run night for BYU. You're pretty unbeatable when you get that number up there. And one of the home runs was, let's call it unconventional. Austin Deming gets officially his 16th home run of the year on a ball that he thought was a simple single to center. Yeah, that, that sun, it, it's, it can get tough here at times um, when it's a, a clear sky and that sun and – Obviously, their kid didn't see it. So, yeah, we saw like two little league home runs. Yeah. Um, I, thought, I think my six-year-old game last week, I don't think I saw two all weekend. So, yeah, it was definitely interesting. Yeah, we saw two plays tonight in one game we don't maybe see all year. But back in the third inning, it was John Peck who had that ball that Speedy makes a great play on. Like when Speedy makes the play, I think the play's made, and somehow it pops out of the glove, and then the ball rolls about 40 yards. Yeah, and then he kicks it to the fence. But, you know, luckily, you know, luckily we came out the win tonight. Yeah, it was two crazy plays. and. Man, I'm just happy about the win. I don't care how they happen right now. We just we just need to win three games. But isn't one of the wild things about baseball the fact that you come to the park and you may have coached hundreds and thousands, and you'll see something you just you don't see. You see something new every yeah, yeah. That's the beauty of sports, I guess. Right? We all see that in all in all sports. Is once you think you've seen it all, you haven't. 
Well, beautiful results so far tonight. BYU 13-7 over Pepperdine. Not quite done in Santa Clara, but bottom eight. The Zags have a 4-1 lead. Again, pretty clear. Cougs have to win three. Zags have to win three. That'll get to BYU to Las Vegas. But for now, we take it to tomorrow night with the same things at stake. Trent, thanks again. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks. Appreciate it. All right, that is Trent Pratt, and that will do it for BYU baseball tonight. Thank you for joining us. What a fun night it was to bring to you this BYU win over the uh, Pepperdine Waves. Final score is 13-7. So thanks to Trent Pratt and Austin Deming, our postgame guests, and appreciation to the crew back at BYU Radio, Kaylee Radford, our control board operator, Terry South, our coordinating producer, engineering help from Barry Squires and others, Clark Jackman and Sean O'Neill in operations, and Casey Stoffer, the associate AD for corporate sponsorship. Appreciation, too, as well, to Caitlin Amaral, the Pepperdine Baseball Sports Information Director and BYU Baseball Communications Director, Duff Tittle, on the Cougar side of things. So for all those folks, my name is Greg Rubel, saying once again our final score tonight is BYU 13, Pepperdine 7. So in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from Provo, Utah.